What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Virtual. This is Zane. I'm here joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going great. How are you? Doing good. Um, new month, June. I'm excited. I've had a couple weeks with the Oculus Quest, and I believe that is what we are going to talk about today. There's there's so much we can talk about with the Oculus Quest, because I know just through text messages, you and I, and David included, have all been talking about the games and experiences we've tried. But I think yep. we want to maybe focus specifically on the games in future episodes and just kind of knock out how the the overall experience has been so far with a new headset because for me this is this is only my second headset this is the only other thing i've ever known was the vive um mm-hmm. you know but for you i think you you had the rift so you were somewhat familiar with the oculus experience yeah uh, I, i've used them all so yeah exactly so i thought what we could do just to keep this somewhat streamlined and uh we we talked about this briefly beforehand was just have some categories that we kind of go through um, and, uh, those will be comfort graphics, just user experience. Uh, and we'll use that loosely just to kind of describe what it's been like overall within the, uh, with the software specifically, and then go into some of the games that we've played. Although, like I said, at the beginning, I want to make sure we cover those games a little bit more in depth, uh, especially since we're having a lot of the, the developers who are coming on the show or are lined up for the show. So uh, I think that we want to be able to make sure we, we do a full deep dive into those games and we've had a chance to really jump into them. So, yeah, no, I think, I think the best way to say it, put it, I mean, we've been kind of holding off on this because we wanted to really get in-depth impressions uh, of like, rather than just putting up our thoughts right when we got the device, like by now you and I both have spent like a solid couple of weeks with, with the quest and we've played a lot of different types of games. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like like we'll dive into each of the games in future episodes. But right now is going to be just like the overview of like we're used to the hardware now. Like you kind of we have our our kind of, uh, you know, impressions of what it's like compared to high end PC VR that we're used to. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, where we're where we're kind of coming from today, yeah. I think. Well, let's let's go ahead and dive in. I, I mean, I think the first one is is comfort. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I don't know if you want to start or I can go first. Um, I'm curious to hear what you have to think, have to say about it. All right. Well, so far I have spent a decent amount of time and I, I don't know how to quantify that except to say that it's probably been multiple hours. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been in this thing quite a bit. Like it's, I've, yeah. I've spent an extensive amount of time in there again. I'm just Same. trying to think about how much that is, is I, like, I don't know, but yeah. what I can say is. I have not felt any discomfort. It feels much lighter than the Vive. Uh, I haven't spent enough time in the Rift to be able to compare them both. But okay. in terms of just overall comfort, uh, I have zero complaints. Um, I huh. think that uh, one of the things that the Vive did better, even better than the or- original Rift, was it really like locked your eyes in and and made it you know did a full blackout of the outside experience like. With the Rift, yeah. what I noticed, and then also here with the Quest, um, through my, like, just if I look down where my nose is, you can kind of see outside. And, yeah. uh, you know, to me, that's a little immersion breaking, but I'm I'm so far drinking the, the VR Kool-Aid that I can ignore it. But yeah. for, you know, if, I, if I'm going to compare the two headsets in that sense, that's, that's one area that they haven't seemed to have found a good way to, like, kind of suction that area off the same way that the Vive has. But in terms yeah. of overall comfort, man, I mean, I've spent a, a good amount of time in there um, just kind of exploring everything that Oculus has to offer. You know, this is a very new um, 
kind of just user experience for me, just kind of dealing with the Oculus Home and all, everything that they have going on. Well, and I'll dive into that when we cover that section. But you know, just it's it's been great. I mean, I, I've I've loved a lot of the seated experiences. You know, just I, there's so much in there. You know, so much to explore. Um, and mm-hmm. I know probably uh, that we should have had should get Damon's. Um, experience with this as well because i know that he has the oculus go so things like you know netflix and um yeah netflix youtube espn you know those are some of the things that i've just been checking out because it's cool to just be able to sit down and easily go through some of that stuff Mm -hmm. uh you know i would say that Mm -hmm. they've made that that process really streamlined but in terms of comfort overall like i i have zero complaints i mean i i can probably stay in that thing for quite a while and i'm i'm actually looking forward to uh, you know, I don't know, like a, a random flight where I can be that weird dude who puts the the headset on <laughs> in the in the middle of the plane and just watches a movie or something. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, no, that's that's good to hear. See, for me, I have kind of a different experience. I, I wouldn't say that. So, I, the headset overall is is comfortable enough for me. Like I've noticed when I'm playing games where I'm standing and like where I'm doing more like room scale stuff VR, um, I don't notice it as much. But when I'm sitting. Or if I if I have it on too too long, I do feel like it's a little bit front heavy for me on my face. And like I, I wonder if that's like just has to do with like everybody has different sized and shaped heads and like how it kind of fits onto your face. Because like I, I always try my best to get it to to kind of hold the weight on the back of my head, like using the strap. So I always like you know loosen it as much as I can, get it, try to get it as much under my skull as possible, and then tighten it and like do all that stuff. But I always still feel like, I feel like when I take it off of my face, it's still always like, like kind of leaves an imprint on my face and like, like kind of just feels like it's putting a little bit too much pressure there. But I mean, I Interesting. think, okay. Yeah. But so, so that's why, that's why I'm saying like, I I'm interested. It's, it's interesting to hear your perspective because like, I do think it's going to be one of those things that depending on like your face size and shape and all of that, like it's going to probably differ from person to person. Like the, the one thing that I noted, like I noticed the, the gap under the nose too. And I, I do feel like, like it's something I zone out. Like there's certain games that just like you said, it's a little bit immersion breaking just because like you really want to be in the world and you can kind of see down like at your feet a little bit. And it, it's a little bit worse than the, than the rift or the vibe, in my opinion, on, on that front. Like it, it lets in a little bit more uh, like light, but at the same time, because it's so portable, sometimes it's kind of nice having that there because you like I find myself playing VR in weird environments and you want to be able to like look down at the ground every now and then like because you're in like a, a less uh, like a less known environment than you would be with your normal headset at home, you know? Yeah, yeah. So 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 I don't like I, I'm not sure like I wonder if there's pro- there's probably third party solutions out there that kind of like you know changes the the face mask shape and stuff to maybe fill that gap a little bit more so people out there that are interested in that might want to check out like vr covers or or those types of uh peripherals to see if those those might solve for that problem but like for me those like kind of like what you said it's not a major issue or anything like that and and yeah the only thing like i wish it was a little bit lighter because um the times i have tried like sitting down just to watch like a vr movie or whatever the experience in there is awesome. Like I, I think the screens and like the lenses and all of that, like do a really good job of like making the movies look really good. 
just for me, like it just, it isn't a hundred percent comfortable for me to just sit there with the, the headset on. They, I'm still experimenting with it, like trying to loosen it up on my face and that kind of stuff to, to see if I can get it to be more comfortable. But that's, that's something I'm kind of looking forward to like with like either future peripheral, like I've heard of solutions out there that like for people that, like I said, it might be the shape of my face. I, I've, I've seen people that like get like little bands, mm-hmm. like, like a, like a, a, like almost like a strip that you, that you put over the top to kind of make the, to make the, the elastic band more like a, almost like a baseball cap. Yeah. Like it goes over the top of your head. And supposedly that relieves some of the pressure on the front of your face if you're experienced. So like, I'm going to, yeah, so I'm going to try some of that stuff. But like, this is like all minor complaints. I feel like the reason I'm so obsessed with comfort in this headset is because I want to keep it, like I want to be able to wear it all the time. Like literally, like being able to, being able to play VR anywhere is so cool. Mm -hmm. And, and, And so I think comfort becomes an even bigger factor for me than it is with the Vive or the Rift because I find myself playing it in a lot more like situations, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't say that I've sat through like a two-hour movie or something like that. Um, yeah. In, in fact, oddly enough, this is... I, I literally just got Netflix again today. Um, I, I know it's weird. I don't usually have <laughs> Netflix, but... Um, my, my wife and I just decided to get it. And I was like, one of the reasons for me was like, oh, well, now I can actually see what some of these like... Um, VR experiences yeah. are like, or being able to to download movies to to watch on a long commute or something like that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, like a flight, I, I should say. Well, right, right now, I guess the app doesn't support downloads. I think does it not? Interesting. Right now, it okay. doesn't. But but I think that's something people want. So it's not like yeah, it's potentially something that'll be there in the future. I and was you definitely say, still, okay. yeah, and you definitely still can use any kind of if you're if you're able to get files other ways like you know, rip your own Blu-rays or whatever, like mm-hmm. it is, however you get files to watch movies with, um, you can watch those on it. No problem. So, and I've, I've tried some of that and that stuff works awesome. So yeah, no, gotcha. I'm, okay, I'm cool. excited. I mean, it's one of those things like, is it so comfortable to where I'm just going to watch movies in my bed at home? Like maybe not, but I could totally see like this being an awesome solution. If you're commuting or if you're on a plane, like watching a movie in VR on a plane, uh, assuming that you can get over the the weirdness factor, like, oh, whatever. I, I don't care what other people are sitting around me. I, in fact, it'll just become I'm a talking excited. point. <laughs> it'll no, become a talking I'm, point where we can be VR evangelists even more and be like, "Oh, yeah, this is awesome. You should be doing dude, it too." I'm, I'm super. I mean, I, I'm saying that as a disclaimer for maybe people out there that aren't as crazy as us, but like, I am totally excited. Like, I can't wait to to bring it on a plane the next time I have a flight and try it, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I, well, that's that's a little bit of a game changer for me. So I'll have to figure out how to get some movie files or video files and things to watch on there. But yeah, yeah I mean, I overall, well, I mean, overall, I think it's comfort wise, like to me, it's it's definitely headed in the right direction. I've spent a significant amount of time in there, maybe not all at once, but I'm jumping yeah. in and out constantly. And, and, and I'm not jumping out necessarily because I get tired or because I get, yeah. um, you know, it gets uncomfortable. It's just the nature of like the experiences that I'm doing or having to yeah. jump out for whatever reason. So, so far, like I said, I've, I've spent a good amount of time in there and I have zero complaints. I, I know, well, sorry, I have the one complaint, but that is, it's not a non-issue, but it's also not a deal breaker by any yeah. means. No, I agree. And, and like, and my, yeah, my, my complaints, about the heaviness is more from those those times where I have worn it 
either like in odd positions, like on the bed or when I've had it on a super long time. Mm -hmm. But most, but like you said, like a lot of, I've been spending a ton of time with the headset and the majority of my sessions with it aren't like super long. And and again, not because it's uncomfortable. It's just the nature of like part of the coolest thing about this device is that you're able, like if you have, if you just want to get jump into VR for 15, 20 minutes, it's the perfect thing to do because you literally just have to plop it on play and you're instantly in you're in the game within like 30 seconds that's what i love yeah you're playing it you you play a couple of beat saber songs or you play like a round of space pirate trainer or something and then you're like all right that was amazing like you have a blast and then you take it off and you go do something else you know mm-hmm. and, yeah. then, and i'd say that's like most of my like you like you most of my experiences have been kind of short bursts but those short bursts are more often than they were like if i ever felt like doing that on my vive or my rift Usually I would have to go and like, you know, <laughs> it just pull seems out like so much to set up now. In. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and so I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we're going to talk about this more later. Um, I still love the P the high end PC VR experience and I can't wait to like get my valve index and play games that are more involved on the PC, mm-hmm. but there's certain experiences that are more simple that I think like work super, super well in the quest. And that that portability really, really helps. Yeah. Well, okay, let's let's because uh, you and I can get carried away with and just kind of go free form. <laughs> so let, yeah. let's try to stick to the the categories we had kind of lined up. The second one is graphics, and I like it sounded like you were touching on that quite uh, a little bit, just in yeah. terms of it hasn't ruined your experience, and you feel like they've done a pretty good job when watching movies, videos, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's here's my quick thoughts, and I'll be brief on this. I mean, uh, I mean the 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 short of the matter is um, the screens are really sharp. And the, the like the lenses, the optics are really good. So I feel like the image overall is clear. And and I don't think I see screen door, the screen door effect as much as like, you know, in general, I'm not bothered by the visuals at all, like as far as the headset's concerned. As far as like the graphics, in terms of how detailed it can draw images and, and process the games, I mean, there is a noticeable step down. I'd say like, you know, the games that I'm really used to playing a lot, like Space Pirate Trainer for example, or super hot, like a lot Creed is another one. Like the first time I played these games in this headset, I noticeably, I, I like, I noticed that the graphics weren't as good. Like just, it was really obvious, but as soon as you get into the game, it kind of doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things. Like I notice it's lower polygon and not as detailed and all that kind of stuff. Like it's more blurry, like as far as the resolution and stuff. But then when you start playing it, it, it really doesn't matter all that much. And the freedom, the freedom that you have from not, you know, not being dragged by a cord kind of makes up for that difference. So mm-hmm. I think, I mean, there's certain games where um, I think it, they're, they, like the graphics matter more. And maybe uh, like, like Robo Recall, for example, was a game that I felt like for me was quite a bit more immersive on, on, on the PC. But then, like, the fact that I wasn't tethered makes a big difference, too. So it's like that there's always, like, with the graphics on this thing, I, I feel like any time the graphics feel like they could be better, I'm outweighed. Like, the, the difference from the, from the Rift and the Vive to this are outweighed by the benefits of the portability and, and the lack of the wire. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I got you. So that's kind of how I feel about it. And like, I think they're perfectly serviceable. 
Like, I think anyone that hasn't played PC VR is going to be like, like I, 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 I showed it to somebody yesterday actually, and he's played the vibe, like he's used my vibe before, but he doesn't use it regularly or anything. And I had him try the quest and he was like, Oh yeah, the graphics in this are great. Like he didn't think twice about like, yeah. what, like he thought it looked amazing. So, uh, so I think, I think that it hold it holds up. And I think like it does again, I think the actual clarity in the screens and everything that I think that those aspects are actually better than like the original vibe in the rift. I, I think it's just, I mean, it's still a mobile processor behind mm-hmm. the scenes kind of running the games. So that holds it back a little bit from how, from, you know, being like a high end PC VR experience, but like all the other benefits like outweigh the, you know, what you lose. Yeah, no, I mean, so, so the thing is, I think the best way that I can describe my experience overall is exactly the, the review that I gave after we tried both the Rift S and the, um, quest at, uh, what is that called? At GDC, at GDC. a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, the thing is like when I jump in now and I'm playing games like Creed and, and other ones that I have on the Vive as well, if I'm being honest, I don't notice much of a difference. The thing is intrinsically, I know that there is one de- there and I know that it is significant. And this goes back to the fact that I tried, uh, dead and buried two, um, at, at GDC, right one right after the other first on the quest and then on the rift s and i was just like oh yeah okay there's a noticeable difference in here yeah but when i'm just jumping into the quest and i'm just playing these experiences like i don't know maybe i'm just more relaxed when it comes to 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 these things because i know a lot of people can get um you know this matters more to a lot of folks and i'm not gonna you know like to me like it's it's just about the experience so i I, like this is not something that i'll get too crazy about but yeah i it's you i think you put it well where it's just it's perfectly serviceable and like when i jump in like if the experience is good like yeah i know this is not real life right like i don't need like the i'm not expecting the most realistic graphics um, yeah. but everything that I can see works, you know, I, I can see clearly everything that I can, uh, that I need to like work with or use, you know, it, it, all, all the graphics are, are still great to me. And, you know, I, I what I didn't want to do, what you were doing that I, that I, I didn't want to do just because I feel like, um, or sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't phrase it like that. What you were saying in terms of like <laughs> the, the trade-off, like I don't want there to be a trade-off right in the long run. Like I want everything to rise. I don't want there to be like a compromise here just so we can push up here. Although the yeah. thing is like, I totally, totally agree with you, right? Like 100%, I will sacrifice graphics for, um, for like portability for, uh, tetherless experience. Like, yeah. in 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 that sense, like, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you. I just think long-term, like, I don't, I just don't want that to be part of the conversation. If you can get what I'm saying yeah. and not, not, to, I do. I, and I'm not trying sorry. I, I'm not trying to come off like snobby about it. I just want to say like, Oh, I just want all these things to get better without having to sacrifice yeah. one or the other. And I know that's not how that's not how it works, but like that's just my hope that as soon as we as we go further along in, you know, kind of VR's development and and yep. har- VR hardware development specifically, that we don't have to sacrifice too much of one or the other to to say like, oh, "Okay, well, yeah, these poor graphics are worth it for such and such or you know, whatever well, the case is." Yeah. No, and ironically like for me, the games that don't look as good on the Quest that are more noticeable that's usually because they kind of push the boundaries on PC VR a little bit more. Like the games that look better on the PC, they have to scale them down quite a bit to, to work on the quest. Yeah. Whereas the games that are like, you know, more simple by themselves, whether you like beat saber, for example, 
yeah, like it probably looks a little bit better on on the PC, but who mm-hmm. really cares? Like it was simple there and it's simple here and it looks great on both, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, so I, I actually prefer, I think for the Quest, like like this is an issue, like when, when we see games that were designed for the PC being brought over, yeah, you might see that a little bit more where there's differences. But I, I think where the Quest is going to really shine is the longer term where we start getting more and more content specifically designed for the, the quest exactly, hardware yeah because like i mean like there are certain games on this that like like i would rather have games all work smoothly on the quest and like they they're cartoony or they're not as detailed or whatever and but the sense of presence is really strong you know mm-hmm. like again beat saber is a great example i actually think like some of the people that i showed beat saber to on the quest actually thought that it was running a little bit smoother than what they're used to, to seeing it run up on my vibe. And I, I don't know if that's because like my, uh, maybe I'm getting a little bit of sensor interference in my apartment or maybe my PC was that like, maybe I need, needed to reformat at the time. And it was kind of, you know, the, the frame rate wasn't perfectly smooth, but like when they tried it on the quest, they were like, Oh, this is awesome. It's so smooth. And like, like, like they weren't, Maybe they were blocking the the rift sensors when I brought the rift over here, because those sensors are easier to block than the yeah, vibe yeah. sensors. So like, there's a whole bunch of factors that like like make this kind of a smoother experience. And I think, I, in general, I think that's the ultimate bottom line is you want a smooth experience. So that, that was like the last thing I was gonna I forgot to mention. There's very rare instances of games that I've played where maybe performance wasn't like emphasize as much as graphics so like Mm -hmm. for me with like with vader immortal there were some times here and there when i was playing it where i felt like it kind of slowed down or kind of like stuttered a little bit and i think that wasn't i think that was just because the quest wasn't keeping up with it quite as well yeah yeah and and so like i prefer games to be sent like if I, i i'd rather have games not push the envelope in terms of graphics on the quest if that means that the that they're going to be smoother and faster and just like work better, you know, yeah, like that, like I think I think the like I think the key to the quest is making games like is focusing on presence over graphics and making the player feel like they're like you know everything's responsive and fluid mm-hmm. and working well because because and and that was another thing I guess like the for those out there that are concerned about the the lower. Uh, the lower hertz of the screens. So the the Quest, I think, has, I'm pretty sure either, for some reason, I want to say it's 72 hertz, the screens. So the screens refresh 72 times per second. I could be wrong. It could be up to 80, but for some reason, my brain tells me 72. So that's lower than the Rift or the Vive. The, the Rift and the Vive are 90 hertz. So they, they update the screens 90 times per second. This is lower than that. And then... But to me, I mean, it doesn't make a big difference in most of the games as long as they're they're running smoothly. Like, it, it, maybe if you're ex- having extended play sessions, that might fatigue your eyes more. I'm not sure, but I mean, like in my experience, it hasn't. So yeah, that's just no. I mean, it 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 makes sense. And I mean, well, I guess we can go kind of slide into the the third category of experience since that's what we're kind of talking about now. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Yeah. For, for me, like. There have been some issues. Actually, it only happened once, but um, there was only one issue where, like, it was having a lot of issues tracking the ground. And I don't know. I I, I don't think that I, di- I I was able to diagnose it fully then. But looking back on it now, 
I feel like maybe it was just really dark in my apartment and I was okay. trying to play in the dark. And I just was just wondering if maybe the sensors were having some kind of issue uh, yeah. with not being able to bounce a signal. I'm, I'm not ex- exactly sure how logistically well, you they do were. Need, yeah. But the, yeah. The, the way it tracks, it has to see the environment. So yeah. Okay. If there's so no, if there's not enough light, then that, that could yeah, that, that could have been it. Because then when I played the next day, everything was, and, and, and the bright light, everything was totally fine. So that okay. that's really been the only hiccup that I've had so far. Um, yeah. In terms and of the tracking, uh, the yeah. tracking with the controllers have been super great. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have run into me. some weird issues, but again, you know, th- these are these are like the the minor things where it's like, okay, it's it's inside out tracking, so I know that it's not going to be perfect, but I, it's mm-hmm. like damn near impressive, like what they've been able yeah. to do in just I this kind of like first generation wireless uh, standalone um, kind of headset. So. In in that sense, like everything has been a great experience so far. I love the fact that you know you throw the headset on, it turns on right away. Um, the nap, the I guess it's is it called Oculus Home when you're just in kind of like that home screen. Yeah, uh, they've made everything super simple and straightforward of like where you need to go, the games that you have. You're able to download and even purchase games from inside the headset, which is awesome. Um, and then like just your library, like you can, you can, you know, jump into all the different apps. They even have like a browser on there. So there's just a, a bunch of different things that make it super easy for me. And I, I really enjoyed that. I the, agree. the only thing, the only thing that I have a, a bit of a gripe about, and this is probably because, you know, for, for you and I being, uh, kind of VR evangelists, I, it's, I swear I know where you're going with yeah, this because it's, like I before we got I just <laughs> want to see if it's going to be the same thing because like literally when we were talking before we started the recording I was on my little Oculus app like trying to see if there was some option to do this thing that you might be mentioning now uh, and I can't find it anywhere. Well, what, what are you going to say? Wait, I wait. So continue. Okay, I just so, want to hear. Like, so okay. So for me, for me, it's it's the uh, oh gosh I I forgot what it's called now. It's uh, the screen share or. Um, Oh, what is that? What is that called in there? Um, Uh, uh, what's it called? Casting. Casting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, VR was such a a social experience, uh, especially on the vibe when everybody could see, everybody could hear, um, really clearly what it was like, uh, right now, you know, or since, since having it, I've had a couple of people jump into VR and in, in, Mm -hmm. you know, decently sized groups where it's, it's fine because like I have an iPhone, I cast it to my TV through my Apple TV. So I know that's not the best way possible. I'm sure, I'm sure, um, they recommend Google Chrome. So that's something that I'll have to give a try to. I just need to get my hands on one, but Mm -hmm. you know, casting with, uh, Apple TV works fine. It's just that the sound doesn't go through. So we're listening to the sound through the, um, through the, through the headset. And I'm wondering, yeah, yeah, I have the same problem with the sound, but it seems like the sound should go through. So like, I'm wondering, if we don't have something set up right or I mean, I also have an older Apple TV, so that might be it. Uh, but I don't know though. No, yeah. all of mine. I mean, I'm, I usually cast it to my iPhone and I also can't get sound to come through on it. Well, okay. Maybe that's something to look into. I, I just figured that I, I'm maybe not looking at it the right way or maybe not doing it the right way, but that's something that we, you and I can explore more and maybe touch on in a future episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's been the biggest gripe for me in terms of like, it used to be such a great social experience before because everybody could see and hear clearly. And now it's like someone's in there and it's just kind of like choppy video, uh, that, you know, people can kind of see, but for the most part, it's like, I mean, it's still there and it's still great, but it's not the same as using a PC headset. I agree. I agree. What did you think I was going to say? Oh, it's funny. Cause I I thought you were going to say like, this is such a stupid nitpick. 
but for my library, I I want to be able to remove the demos of games that I have the full versions of. Oh, you can. How? You I mean, just delete them. I mean, I uninstall them, but they still show up in the library. Oh, really? Okay, that's weird. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm I'm like a neat freak. So every time I go through my library and you see both I of them see all in these there. demos at the bottom and I'm like, ah, I just want to get rid of those. Yeah, no, I I mean I get that, but I, I guess <laughs> I, I guess I'm not as OCD as you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a stupid for some reason I thought where you were going with it, you're like, because we like cause for me it's like probably because we get so many games and all that kind of stuff. Like for yeah. most people it's probably not an issue, but yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, no. I uh, overall though, it's it's been a fantastic experience, and I, you know, I have zero complaints so far. My only, the only thing that I can compare it to is Steam, uh, in yeah. terms of like the user experience inside. And Steam, Steam was great, but I, I felt like Steam got, or I, I've definitely noticed some bugs when it came to Steam, or, or having to jump out of the headset to work on something on my computer. Here, it's yeah. nice to just be able to like do everything all in one. Yeah, and it's nice to be able to just stick the headset on, and it just automatically gets you where you need exactly. Like, yeah. Still in Steam, like I never feel I may like I know the the interface with Steam Home and everything has gotten better, but I still never I never fully like I I feel more comfortable in the Oculus menus when I'm in the headset than I do in, with the Steam menus. Yeah. So no, fair enough. Um, uh, what well, other, what well, other experiences one, do you have? Or, or well, how? well, the other thing I was gonna say, like I think an important part of the software that need is worth mentioning is how like intuitive and just amazing the setting up the guardian system is with the quest. And so, I, I mean, I really yep. hope that on the steam side, they eventually update it to function more like how you set up the, the borders with, with the quest. Well, you, you because, need a good camera inside that can really I mean, show but most, you like the vibe has one and true, like, true, but it doesn't have 3d. Like the vibe doesn't have uh, two, it only has one camera, not multiple cameras. Mm-hmm. So it's not able to get depth as well. But I think like the, I think the the Vive Pro does, and I think the and the and the Valve Index is going to. So just like in general, there's going to be future headsets with multiple cameras, just like the Quest. I just think it, the way they do it is so cool that I think at least going forward, like in some in some in the in the near future, I think most headsets should use this because yeah. basically for those who haven't haven't put on a Quest yet, you put on the Quest. And you instantly see the room that you're in, and kind of the pseudo 3D like mock-up. Like it's a, it's a, it's it's like a you you see the environment, but it's not just an image. It's actually like a 3D like depth of like it it it, it actually generates like geometry for your environment. Yeah. And and the insight the tracking system works on that on based on that geometry. Like it's reading the room, and that's how it kind of figures out you know what how to track itself. But it uses this technology for you to be able to see what's around you. And then you're able to actually just set the floor and draw your boundaries for the room scale setup. And you don't have to move or anything. You literally just point on the on the ground where you want to create the boundaries. And it just kind of magically like fixes itself. And then anytime you walk out of that area that you created, all of a sudden you can see the the environment around you again. So it's like there's this little like magical VR like space in your living room. And whenever you walk out of it, you're in the real world and you can see everybody even though you're in the headset. And yeah, then whenever I, you walk I, I think that's one of the coolest features. It's, it's so even cool. from like a safety perspective, it's just like 
if you step out of the 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 guardian space for, by any yeah. chance like it just seamlessly turns on the camera so you can see yep. exactly in the room where you're at which is just such a nice feature that's what i'm saying so like like even the vibe like they should have it set up to where if you step out of your boundary enough the camera turns on or like like i don't know that's just like yeah. a really it, it, smart it's feature. one of those like nice touches that I, i'm sure like well at least for us and I, I haven't heard around but like i don't know that anybody was like oh we need that but as soon as they put it in it's like oh that makes so much sense <laughs> you know yep i agree so cool yeah man. well let's uh let's wrap this up um i think we covered our main topics we can wrap this up with software. And the thing is, I don't want to dive too deep into, you know, specific games just because I think we're going to do that in separate episodes. But, yep. uh, you know, what is it that you love playing right now? What are the top games that you'd recommend a couple weeks in? Um, you know, yeah. where, where, where is your head at right now? So looking at, I'm just going to scroll down my list and just some of the ones that I've been playing the most. Beat Saber is kind of an obvious one. Creed, I've played a lot of. Super hot VR. I think this is the best way to play that. Um, Space Pirate Trainer. I played a lot, a ton of uh, on on the Quest. Um, I really like uh, Racket Fury, which is a, a ping pong or a one, table yeah. tennis game. It's that's really fun, especially online. Um, Apex Construct. I've I've played through most of that on the Quest, and it's it's been great so far. It's like a a really good version of that game if you want like a, a full single player experience. Um, Let's see. Uh, Job Simulator is great. Uh, I've I've played it myself, and I've also showed a lot of my uh, like my nieces and nephews Job Simulator. Um, Moss uh, played a little bit of Robo Recall, but not a ton. Um, the Wizards and Shadow Point are two games that are on my list to to get to. Box VR is the same. Um, and then let's see. Rec Room is like a just a must download for anyone that has a quest. It's free, so make sure you do. Yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. And then uh, I guess the last one, and I did play through this whole thing was was the it was like a an hour or two. Uh, Vader Immortal. So those are I think those are pretty much all the games that I've been playing or have or, are, or I'm going to be playing in the near future. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they've all been super fun. Like I, I'd say. The ones that have been getting the most time for me so far have been the ones that I can just jump in and play real quick. So Beat Saber, Space Pirate Trainer, Super Hot, um, even Creed. Those are some ones that I've like just quickly been able to get into and play. Yeah, no, I, I definitely will agree with you there. Um, I think you named all, all the games that I, <laughs> I, I, th I think we all have the similar same games anyway. Uh, well, I what are the say, games well, that you, I, I, that I will you say think just, you spent the most time in? Uh, well, hold on. Just one thing that is nice that I want to go back on, like the experience thing is the Oculus app is really handy to have just I, for some reason, just being able to handle everything on my phone. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming that's what you're reading off of right now. Or at least that's what I'm reading off of. It's just nice to have everything like in there. And I'm sure steam probably has something similar, but this is my first time dealing with just the Oculus experience overall. And it's it, been, it's been rather yeah. seamless, which I, I appreciate no, the steam. There is a steam app, but it's not like half as good as this app. Yeah. So. Okay. So um, I have been spending the most time probably in uh, Space Pirate Trainer. Creed is great. Um, I do want to just do two quick shout outs to Vader Immortal because I, I played through that whole thing. And as a Star Wars fan, it's awesome. I mean, I love it. Like, you know, for, for any Star Wars fan out there, I'm, I'm always asking folks. I'm like, just that first time when you're in the room and Vader <laughs> walks in, like, 
there's there's just, there's just something there. There's like you know that's it's about that sense of presence, and so I agree. Like it's it's just it's just really cool. It's just a really cool feeling. Um, it, it really I, puts I had the you in the exact world. same feeling. I was like, holy, like yeah, yeah, and it's just it, it's just well done, you know. And it, it's it's not anything over the top, and but you know, it's 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 almost like meeting a celebrity or something, right? They like just kind of walk into the room, and you realize like, oh, well, you kind of you kind of forget the fact that you're like a quote unquote prisoner. <laughs> and yeah. sorry, sorry for spoilers, but you do meet Vader <laughs> in a game called Vader Immortal. So, um, <laughs> you know, no, not that like we'll have to talk about it on its own episode. But I I just think it's so cool. Yeah, meeting Vader for the first time in VR, you realize like how why everyone in the Star Wars universe is like scared of fighting. This yeah, group. yeah. No, they they like, they did. They just did a great job with that whole experience. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, I, I had a lot of fun with that one. I think that's a must buy, especially since it's like ten bucks. And I, you know, in terms of like replay value, it's it's whatever. Like you go through the story, but I, I enjoyed it, and I think that it's something that it's great to put people into if they if they love or appreciate Star Wars. Um, yep. The other one was super hot, and I know that you've played this on the Rift or the original Rift. Yeah. Uh, but since I had a Vive, I never got, I never had a chance to no, play it. You can play it on the Vive too. I, I just think for whatever reason, uh, we didn't get a chance Did to it play come it. Out? it okay. Well, well I, yeah. either way, this is my first time playing super hot VR, but man, I like it was to me, like, it's actually one of the most creative games I've ever played. Uh, I know. and I realized, you know, now, now I understand all the hype that was around it. Like I thought it was just another shooter, um, or something, something similar, but now having gone through it and I, I haven't beaten it yet, but just, I mean, I'm like rolling around on the floor. I'm like dodging. Like it just, it really like gives you this kind of like, I don't want to say workout because that's, I mean, it is in in one sense, but it yeah. it really makes um, there's such a heightened sense of presence because of the fact that they have made time move at the same rate that your body is moving, right? So like, I agree. Uh, for anybody who hasn't played it yet, time in the game only elapses as you move around. So if you move your head, if you start like heading in a different direction or reach out to grab a gun or a bottle or whatever the case is, like that's when time moves. So a lot, like a lot of time is spent. It's actually a very strategically, um, uh, strategically like well done game that has a lot of physical elements to it because it's like you reach out for something, you see where the bullets are coming from, or you see who you got to attack first. Like I, like I love it. And I think just the fact that like now it's, you know, of course I didn't try it tethered, but the fact that it's untethered now just makes every experience better. Right. So yeah, those are super hot. Yeah. Those are my, those are my top two right now. Yeah. No, those are great top two. So like in, yeah, like I said, like, I mean, it, it, in general, like some people have been like have criticized Oculus. Some a lot of people haven't, but some people have just in terms of like they've made it kind of difficult to get into the the quest store. Like they're really curating and really being picky about what uh-huh. titles get put in. So for some small developers, that's gonna be, you know, a tough pill to swallow. But I, I think for users out there that are new to VR and wanna experience the best type titles they can. I think they've done a pretty good job of letting people try a wide variety of good titles on the quest. Like there's, yeah, there's a true. lot of quality, like for, especially for someone, imagine if you'd never played the vibe or the rift, like there's a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot of like, if you're playing all these games for the first time, there's really a lot of great stuff out there. Yeah. And I, this is, this is going to be slightly off topic, but it's just only because you mentioned about the, the curation now, you know, historically on this podcast i would say we've probably leaned more vibe just for obvious reasons this this being a vibe related podcast and if if anything like we've probably looked at you know oculus and the software with oculus 
maybe I would say in a negative light um, or a, a, in some way where it, it, we were a little bit, probably a little bit more critical about Oculus and the way that their just whole ecosystem kind of worked. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to play devil's advocate and I'm not saying that this is good or bad, but my comparison with Oculus has always been that they are like the Apple of VR right now. Uh, where they, it's 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 very exclusive. It's very closed in terms of like the ecosystem, and it just plays well within itself, right? So yeah. I think one of the reasons that people love Apple and and the Apple ecosystem is because everything just works, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and if I can kind of apply this metaphor over, and I I'm not trying to offend anyone. If you're an Apple fan, if you're not, if you're whatever the case is, like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to create a comparison here, where it's it's like with Oculus, what they're doing. Um, in curating these, in curating titles, is they're really only offering the best of the best, the cream of the crop, right? So when people come in and they spend their uh, their disposable cash on experiences, like they're gonna get really solid experiences that are battle tested and and have you know crowd reviewed to the point where where they know that this is gonna be really good stuff, right? Now yep. flip that on the other side, and I'm all you know team indie devs, and, and we we have independent developers on here to help highlight the work that they do. You know, flip but flip this over to Steam for a second, and a lot of games in early access, a lot of games that unfortunately never finish or are you know a little bit too early in the process when they do hit early access, and you have people spending their disposable income, which is limited, on a title that maybe doesn't fully deliver. That yeah. could get people to say like, oh, okay, well this is the game that I have for this month or that I could buy for this month, and it's not really that great, so I'm not really going to jump into VR. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, no, and I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that... Oculus is trying to avoid. Yeah, sure. and, and I guess I, what I'm trying to say is, like, I can understand that. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just trying yeah. to better understand, like, maybe this is the reason why they are, are taking sure. this route, uh, as yeah. opposed to the way that, that Steam does it, which is great, because, I mean, how many awesome indie titles have we discovered on there? How many, like awesome indie teams and just like really cool experiences have we come across just because of folks who decided to, you know, one day just pick up, uh, pick up unity and see what they could do with it. You know? Yeah, no, VR wouldn't be where it, where it is without those people. But at the same time, like, I, yeah, I totally agree. And, and like anytime you curate something, obviously you're going to miss title. Like, like Oculus isn't perfect. I'm sure there's a lot of devs that are submitting games that are great, super polished products that for whatever reason aren't getting passed. But I I think they're doing the best that they can to try to like, you know, do what they think is going to lead to the best results. So it's one of those things I think like when I was talking, uh, when I was talking with a developer recently on an interview about what you can do to kind of market your games uh, to Oculus and what the best way, the, the best methods, you know, of getting your game on the quest. I mean, some of his advice is really like, make a really strong first push at Oculus. So you don't want to talk to them about releasing your game on the quest in kind of a half, half-assed approach, like, you know, kind of a, rough, a weak or rough presentation. Like you want to have everything ready to go and have a really, really strong first push with them. Because if you can show that, like, if you can, if you can go to them with a really solid A to Z plan, to really explain to them why this game needs to be on their platform, why it's special, why it's polished, et cetera, why it's a game that they should care about. Um, if uh, that, that first impression is going to be a, a big deal to them yeah. because 
because there's just so much that they're trying to, I'm sure they're inundated with all, like if you're trying to curate, like imagine if Steam and Valve were taking the same types of approaches to curating Steam. Like you can only go through so so many, like with all the, the huge numbers of titles that are being, you know, brought to Steam, if they were curating them, it'd be really tough to kind of weed through, you know, all of the stuff coming out them. I'm sure for Oculus, it's the same way. They're probably just inundated with all kinds of requests for bringing games to the quest. Yeah, and yeah. so you just want to make sure so to make sure that your application stands out. Like you just need to make that initial push as, as polished as possible and hope for the best. You gotcha. Know? Well, for any um, devs listening, this is uh that's good, solid yeah. inside info from Ronnie right there. Yeah. And, and we have a, we have an interview coming up like that'll be posted tomorrow. I think uh, depending on when this goes up, I think it's going to be posted on June 10th, but yeah, in, in that one, there's a, a bit of a discussion on that. So gotcha. it's interesting stuff. Cool, man. Well, we, you and I can go at this for days if, uh, if left unchecked. So let's go ahead and save our, our, uh, our reviews for specific games for uh, their own individual episodes and wrap this up here. Any final thoughts on the quest? I mean, I, I'm, lov- I'm loving it. I, you know, I, I think yeah. that it's, it's a great, uh, great kind of like next-gen experience, and I love the mm-hmm. fact that I can take it wherever I go. Um, yep. But yeah, how about you? Yeah, no, same. And, and I guess the only thing I was going to end on was just the fact that I think whether it becomes like some mass market type device in the future or not, I think that it opens up the possibilities. I think anyone that, that tries it will see that like, oh, this is this is the future of mass market VR. Like you'll yeah, you want it to, to it to be easy for anyone to play. And I think I mean, the fact that it's selling out at most places now just shows you that there is a demand for it. So, 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 so I think like, like kind of escaping all the hyperbole for a second and like not to go too crazy about, man, the quest is going to change the earth. You know, like I think, I think I'm having a ton of fun with it and it's going to be changing the way I play VR. And that's like, I'm curious to see what else it does, but that's good enough for me. You know, like this is going to be, I think I'm going to, Going forward, I'm going to have like this has showed me that having a standalone VR headset to me is important. So if I can have a standalone VR piece, uh, VR uh, device, and in addition to like a high-end device that that connects to my PC, that's kind of like the perfect kind of best of both worlds for me. So yeah, no, I mean just to piggyback on what you were saying, I, there's been several folks who. Were those, you know, those folks who were kind of sitting on the fence, uh, they came over, they tried the Vive, they kept talking about it, they kept texting me about it. Should I do it? Should I not? And they were the first ones to grab a quest as soon as it came out and they tried it or they, you know, I've, they got my take on it and immediately went and purchased it. So it's it's definitely hitting that kind of next level. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I, I think that standalone VR is is definitely uh, off on a good start and I'm excited to see where it goes. So yep. Cool, man. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up here. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We would love to hear your experiences with the Oculus Quest. So hit us up on Twitter, shoot us an email, whatever the case is, get in touch. And uh, we will all be talking to you again very, very soon. Take care.